I'm going to let uh, Conservatives focus on themselves uh, as they are right now. Uh, we're going to stay focused on Canadians. Uh, Justin Trudeau reacting to the news that Maxime Bernier leaving the Conservatives to form his own party. Uh, when I interviewed him, one of the first people to interview him after his uh, big announcement Thursday, when I inter- interviewed him Friday morning, he just let loose saying the federal Conservatives are not willing to look at issues like equalization. I said, well, look, you were handing out subsidies during the Stephen Harper years. What's wrong with what's going on now? What's what's so bad with the party now when you used to hand out corporate welfare checks? Uh, I was a team player and I was a member of cabinet. I tried to abolish corporate subsidies. I was not able. So cabinet solidarity, I was part of that. But why my, why my, my ex-cabinet colleagues didn't want to abolish corporate welfare? Because they told me that they didn't have a mandate. All right, so he wants a mandate with a new party. Uh, I pressed Maxime Bernier on who was following him because nobody from caucus has followed him out yet, and his senior campaign team from his leadership race has not followed him out. The man that ran that uh, campaign joins us on the line now, Corey Tanike, a former director of communications to Stephen Harper, recently ran Doug Ford's uh, successful Ontario campaign, and uh, you know I used to call him my boss because he started Sun News Network. Try not to hold that against them. Corey joins us on the line. Good morning, Corey. Good morning, Brian. <gasps> Probably, I say, uh, I, uh, was my colleague Aaron Gardner that ran uh, Max's campaign, but uh, but I was certainly one of the senior folks involved. But uh, Well, it, so you and Aaron and, and others are still with the Conservative Party of Canada, as far as I know, though. Um, that's is, true. Is anybody from uh, Maxime Bernier's leadership campaign that you know of going to leave and join this new party? Uh, well, I think uh, one of his advisors uh, in Quebec, uh, Martin Massé, has indicated that he's uh, he's going to uh, join. But, you know, he's somebody sort of from the think tank world, not uh, really from uh, the political world. Um, it's Yeah, I, I think it'd be fair to say, though, of, uh, of his team, you know, 99% of the people uh, won't be uh, joining Max and his yet-to-be-named party. And, and I, I think there's uh, a lot of reasons for that. Now, you were, uh, you remember the split on the right very well. I, I seem to recall a picture of you as a young reformer uh, floating around in, in the Sun News days. You worked on Canadian Alliance, but then you were there for the unification of the party. You've seen what happens when the parties split. Um as much as I have sympathy for some of what Max was saying in his news conference, I, I worry about another four years of Justin Trudeau liberal government. What are your thoughts as as someone that's been through this before? Yeah, well, I, I think the lessons uh, federally uh, and also in provinces like Saskatchewan that had a, a divided right and then were electorally successful when they formed the Saskatchewan party, or the experience that Jason Kenney uh, has recently gone through with the merger of the Wild Rose and the, the Provincial Conservative Party. Well, they, uh, they ended up with an NDP government in Alberta. Yes, yeah, uh, uh, they did, uh, which uh, can you imagine that? In Alberta, the bastion of, of conservative politics in, in Canada ends up with an NDP government when you divide the right. So uh, it, it, it's a good way to lose elections. Uh, I'm less concerned about it in, in this case because I, I really think this is uh, this is about Max 
uh, as an individual more than it is uh, a broader movement. Uh, if you think of you know, the reform led by Preston Manning, uh, you know, had a quarter million members, was the dominant voice in the western half of the country, or when the uh, uh, Bloc Québécois split from uh, the uh, Quebec side of the Conservative Party, uh, federally in the Mulroney years, you know, with, uh, I think they left with like nine MPs at the time. You know, those, those, those are real and substantial moves. You know, they involve people in caucus, they involve very large groups of people and, uh, and very large segments of a party's organization departing. You know, what we saw uh, over the past couple of days is, is uh, one dissatisfied former leadership contender uh, who, who uh, left uh, uh, to start a party that doesn't have a name or an organization or a website or uh, anything, uh, you know, a single member of caucus. You know, it looks a lot more like what I think it is, which is uh, which is uh, somebody who wasn't able to to accept uh, the result of uh, of a leadership vote. He could have a number of people on the grassroots level, though, follow him out. Is is unscientific as it is. Um, you know, I've got a substantial Twitter following of people on the conservative side of politics in this country. More than 3,000 of them voted, and it was only 54% saying horrible idea helps the liberals. 46% were saying, go, Max, we need this. Uh, I, I thought at best he might get 30%. Um, seeing a lot of online social media comments uh, that, that there is support for him. So, you know, politicians like to play this, I'm with the grassroots, not the elites. Is it possible that he is? Well, I, I, I uh, would always uh, hazard uh, taking anything on Twitter as uh, indicative of uh, of anything, um, but uh, you know we you know we'll see. Um, you know, I, I think where Max is on much stronger ground, and where his you know sympathy of folks is on some of uh, of the issues, uh, things like supply management are definitely there's a substantial minority of people. Uh, within the conservative membership who want to see supply management end. Uh, I would count myself uh, among that group. Uh, but, you know, in political parties, like in our larger uh, political experience uh, as Canadians, when, when we have a disagreement about one of these things, we, we have a vote. <laughs> and, uh, and then part of having a vote is accepting the results of that. That doesn't mean you have to accept them forever. These things uh, get to be you know raised again and again. And I think in time, uh, on some of the issues like supply management that uh, uh, that Max has advocated on on the free market side, that uh, you know his his position will win the day over time. Uh, I believe that. But you know, part part of having uh, a strong party and a successful party is that respecting the outcome of votes, even when you disagree with them. And you know, when you enter a leadership race or you have a vote at a party policy convention. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. And if if Max had won um, uh, the leadership, uh, you know, the party's position on supply management would have changed and there would have been a substantial minority of people who wanted to see supply management continue and they would be expected to accept that result and fall in line. And that would have been Max's expectation. It would have been a reasonable expectation to have. Um, So, yeah, I'm not sure what the alternative is to uh, 
democratically deciding these differences and accepting the results. That, well, uh, a, a bunch of splinter other than chaos. A bunch of splinter parties and uh, an Italian-style parliament. Sure, uh, but probably more likely because I don't think the liberals are going to go down that path. It's liberal rule forever. And uh, who amongst us in the conservative movement wants that outcome? So, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I think uh, Max is, is, you know, who's somebody who, you know, I like and respect in many ways. But on this, I think he's, you know, being a bit impulsive and a bit short-sighted. Speaking with Corey tonight, he was a senior um, advisor on Maxine Bernier's campaign, recently ran Doug Ford's campaign. and longtime activist in conservative circles. Corey, as he was leaving, Max said that the conservative party is morally and intellectually bankrupt or corrupt. Sorry. Um, You were on his team. You advocated for many of the same positions. Um, Do you view the the federal conservative party that way? No, I think that's just you know, superheated rhetoric. And uh, I don't think uh, it's either true or helpful to, to go there. And in the same way that I would uh, reject uh, people who use terms like, uh, you know, traitor and stuff for Max and what he's doing. Like, I, I, I think uh, I think the superheated rhetoric is not uh, is not helpful. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, is, is more based in emotion than it is in some sort of factual basis, you know. Uh, where is this uh, corruption that uh, is being pointed to? Um, you know, it, it, it's 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 strong language. I think what's more accurate uh, uh, in you know, in terms of what the criticism he's getting at is you know uh, is the Conservative Party being conservative enough on on some of these issues? And uh, there's a difference of opinion there <clears throat> within the membership, and and that's not new. That exists in every party. Um, uh, on, you know, how, how far do you push the envelope on, on the idea side? Uh, and, you know, sometimes uh, uh, that uh, can be a frustrating conversation. Uh, and I, I think Max is, you know, clearly frustrated in a couple areas. Uh, but as you pointed out, uh, these things are not new. And, uh, and the positions that he's talking about are, are ones that he was happy to serve as a cabinet minister and member of the government under and advocate for so you know the uh as frustrating as he finds them today he's certainly uh been more than willing to uh accept uh, those positions in the past and advocate for them uh so uh, how how deeply held they are i think is some question your recent op-ed in the toronto sun said we need prime minister andrew Scheer uh until bernier decided to bolt the bernier bolt happened on thursday I'd been saying, looking at the political landscape, looking at the polls, looking at the regional breakdowns, Justin Trudeau's best-case scenario, if an election were held prior to the bolt, was a minority government. He's just going to lose too many seats in too many areas of the country. I didn't think you could win a majority. What is your read of the political situation now, and, and what what would you advise Andrew Scheer to do to win? As someone that's just off a highly successful campaign, what would you say? Well, I think fighting a carbon tax is uh, probably at the center of uh, what Andrew needs to do. Uh, I think he needs to make some inroads in it uh, in Atlanta, Canada, uh, which is, I think, one of the reasons why the, the conference uh, being held right now is in Halifax. Uh, and uh, uh, he needs to be able to win some, some additional seats in Quebec. 
you know, pr- probably the biggest challenge facing the Conservative Party and, and Andrew is uh, the weakness of the NDP right now. Uh, it's 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 quite difficult uh, for a Conservative Party to uh, to win a majority government if if you have uh, uh, the NDP in the low teens. Um, it's uh, uh, you know means that a lot of the three three way races that you're going to fight in places like Ontario and in BC you end up on the on the losing side of because this uh, progressive left to center voters are consolidating behind the Liberals. So. I think part of what Andrew needs is to to get the uh, uh, the hard paddles on the on the NDP and have them stand <laughs> up and fight. Um, not yeah, sure how, how, how do you ability to, to to dictate an outcome one? But like, I think that's that's you know part of what needs to happen. Um, but look, it's a long time till the next federal election, and you know where we are today is not where we're going to be a year from now. Uh, there's lots of things that could happen that uh, would uh, be very bad for the re-election uh, hopes of the Liberal government. Uh, if they failed to deal on NAFTA, if you see a substantial downturn in the Canadian economy as a result, these are all things that could change the political landscape quite dramatically. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, conversely, uh, maybe uh, things all break uh, Trudeau's way and he has success in some of those areas, the economy rebounds may have a lot of growth and and you know it generally if if the economy is doing well and people are employed and they're seeing their incomes rise and things like that that uh it's uh uh it's good uh, for very the that the government gets reelected. so yeah. well you know, I, I guess what you're saying is events dear boy events events yes <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then we've got to play a game of Where's Waldo with Jugmeet Singh so we can put the defib on him because yes, uh, yes, the, exactly. the party is in trouble. Uh, Corey, great talking to you. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Yeah, thanks. All the best, Brian. All right, Corey, tonight uh, joining us to talk about uh, Maxime Bernier.